eight top tips for the new year. What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to season two of Backpack Chit Chat. I'm Samantha. And I'm Penny. We're both moms and teachers, and we recognize that you are doing your best to care for your family and your students. We are dedicated to helping you by unpacking some tips and ideas. And offering you and us a lot of grace along the way. Happy New Year, Samantha. Happy New Year, Penny. I'm so pumped. I love the New Year. I do too. I love, especially at church, we like rededicate ourselves. It's just like a refreshing, like you get to start over. I love starting over. New planners. Yes. Whether you use them or not. Yeah, mine's more of a digital planner. Mine's not, but. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So today we have, how many tips are we going to talk about? We, We came up with eight I mean, we could have come up with a bunch, but mm-hmm. we narrowed down to eight top tips that we think are going to be helpful for you this year. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Again, I just love the new year. We uh, always, usually don't we take communion at the beginning of the yes. year? Yes. I, I love like taking communion. We we don't do communion like a lot during the year. We do it at the beginning of the year. Honestly, I just love a fresh new year. Also, our church does um like the whole month of prayer, which I love mm-hmm. that too. It just really starts. You get a new Bible reading yeah. chart. I, yeah, I love that. I love getting to start the new year off like that. It just puts you on the right foot. Even though, I'm just going to be honest, for whatever reason, for me, it's not always the easiest thing <laughs> for me to start. <laughs> and Or start over. Not that I don't do those things, but just starting over and making it a habit. How many days does something become a habit? 30, I think. 30. I think it or is. Or 21. It's Some. either 21 or 30. I don't yeah. know. I don't know that that's true for me. <laughs> I'd yeah. say you can't teach an old dog new <laughs> tricks. <laughs> sure you can. But well, it kind of brings me up to my first tip is that you should not set yourself up for failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot of people get resolutions and... Basically, that is good for like maybe a month tops. Right. And then it's like, what? I gave up chocolate and, you know, yes, or whatever. It's the, it's the make, trying to make a habit stick yes. or whatever. I so instead, and that's even for if you're a teacher in your classroom, you know, when you are getting new routines or new ideas, just make sure that it's it's not so overwhelming that it's going to set you up. For right. failure. Mm-hmm. Um, and along with this, I don't know, Samantha, do you get a word for the year? Do you a get word? yourself, do you make yourself a word oh, for the like, year? No, I've never done that before. I do do that. Um, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But that's something else. Just um, my word, I think, for this year is going to be intentional. Mm-hmm. So everything that I think to do, I want to run it through my intentional. Right. <laughs> and see, is it... Is it for the right reasons? Right. I, and I can't remember if this is one of our tips or not. <laughs> it's but, okay. Um, I think it's one of your tips, actually. So I'm skipping ahead a little, I think. But just the uncluttered, being uncluttered. Yes. with my. But it kind of goes along with being intentional, I think. Because I have to be intentional about decluttering because I am not naturally... I don't want to say clean. I am naturally (laughs) clean, but I am one of those cluttered people. I work Mm -hmm. in piles and not files. You'll often find my stuff very cluttered, but I know exactly where it is. Now, I do feel like I have a creative mind. Like I can have a lot of fun and I can pull things out of my hat, 
but man, I hate the cluttered part of me. Mm-hmm. And I read something online that said, um, being a hoarder, which I am not a hoarder. I can, <laughs> I do not hoard things, but I have saved things in the past cause I'm so afraid I won't have it later on. But something that I read said that if you maybe didn't have a lot when you were young, that you tend to hoard those things up because deep down you're afraid that you won't have them later on. So I know that that's not no longer true for me. I don't feel that within myself anymore. Um, I didn't, I had all that I needed when I was young. I'm not saying that I didn't, but I didn't have everything. Um, and that's okay. I'm not saying that everybody, all kids need everything, but I just think mentally that's what you keeps felt me lacking a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. it, and that's what keeps me cluttered. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let things go without attachment. That's, and that's what I, you're right. I had that down as less is more. Yes. So in your classroom, I was thinking, okay, do you need that big, huge bin of extra crayons that are broken or markers that may or may not work? Um, have you gone through your puzzles to see are all the pieces there or are they just kind of in that bin? Right. Um, I have puzzles in my yeah. closet right now that I know pieces are missing. Right. That kids just get have rid not of it. touched. And I, yes, I just need to get rid of it. I have a file of printouts that I maybe use that printout for something and then I've never used it again. Either A, because I don't know what's in there mm-hmm. or B, because it just was good for that moment mm-hmm. and you know what? I could find it again on Google. Just yeah. get rid of it. You know what my TA told me? <laughs> what? I was talking to her the other day and I said, oh yeah, I think I have those students' files from such and such year. And she said, no, you don't. And I said, wait, what? She was like, you don't need them. I threw them away. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Like, oh, thank you. And deep down I was like, oh no, but what if a couple years from yeah. now? It's and not it's true. Like a, I'm not going to no. need it. All those tardy slips, not going to no. need it. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, that, I get rid of all that at the end of the year. Uh, she, honestly, she... she keeps me that way. And she told me, she's like, I'm going to have to go back through your closet again. And I think this time I am just going to tell her, please, if you see something, just throw it out. Yeah. I know that I need something like I bought this year. Mm -hmm. Um, I bought a, uh, what is that? A robe for like a graduation robe, but I used it for like a courtroom case. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use that every year. Right. So don't throw that away. But all the other stuff that I have not looked at, trash Just trash it. it. Trash and it. this goes for you moms at home. You know, I had literally, I'm not even kidding you, like 10 spatulas. Why? Oh my word. Why do I I'm need 10 spatulas? With my, one. my one is like yeah. burnt on the edge and you've got 10. Yeah, I have five <laughs> waffle makers. Are you serious? Yeah, I have like three mini one. and two. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm talking about things that you have that you're like, oh, it's still good. Yes. If you don't need it, mm-hmm. you know my else might. my whole my I've been I have been working and out of the home for years now, and I still have all that preschool stuff. I gave a lot away. Mm-hmm. Look at me. That's yeah. progress. But I still have like several bins that are really tall that are kind of taking up space, and I'm like. That's going in the trash. Yeah. Like, I am going to get rid of that. I'm going to have a burn pile <laughs> because I just have to... There's no need. There is yeah. no need for it. I just don't need it. Well, so. my house right now has so much storage. Like, my kitchen, I probably have 15 cabinets in my mm-hmm. kitchen. I mean, it's a big kitchen. So, you would never know that I have all of that stuff because it's nicely put away, but... 
It's a waste. Right. I could use that for right. something else. So exactly. less is more. Yeah. What's another one of your tips? So this and is tip number three. Yeah. Okay. Tip number three is focus on quality over quantity. Uh, one thing that I do struggle with, I love the curriculum that we use, mm-hmm. but one thing is they are heavy on uh, worksheets yeah. or seat work as they call yeah. it. And so sometimes I feel so much pressure to make sure every single part of every single worksheet is done versus, okay, I know that it's working on fractions. Mm -hmm. Let's just do this portion of, if they already know how to add and they're doing well on it, why waste our time doing that? Why not uh, work on having the quality of what they need? I think that something that sounds like, you're thinking about and I'm thinking about too is just making sure that we want to do what's best for our students and I overthink sometimes like oh if I don't do this worksheet and if Mm -hmm. you're new here we teach a Becca and um, if you teach it and you want to teach it correctly sometimes you think to yourself well what's best for the students Mm -hmm. and well they say that this is what we should do so this obviously has to be the best route and then when you take like even just this break for me has been eye-opening Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, like, okay, well, do I have to teach? Right. You know. They are amazing at reviewing. Oh, they're amazing. But I feel like that is something that we need to have in our mind that a lot of these worksheets are reviewing. And I'm not saying get rid of all the review. Right. But there are some things when you know your students get it, mm-hmm. um, they get it. Right. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. And the fact is we are a different school. Mm-hmm. We are not the Abeka Academy, which is amazing. Um, but our students are not their students and their students aren't our students. So that kind of goes into one of mine, uh, which is kind of giving myself a break when it comes to the history portion. I have felt like I needed a redo in that aspect because I've, I've just not been myself when it comes to teaching history. I really like And Samantha, I know you don't know her possibly, but she is fun and bubbly. And so I think what she's (laughs) saying is, is she's not showing that part of her. Yes, that's what I mean. Thank you. Um, I just feel like it's kind of like you said, worksheet after worksheet. Mm -hmm. And I've got to get back to that fun side of me. And we'll have an episode, I think, all about that and what my plans are for that. So what's another one of your tips? Another one um, is... Make a to-do list and don't get into bed until you have checked off at least three things. So I don't know about you, but when I get home, I'm tired. If I plop down, whether it be on the couch mm-hmm. or in my bed, that's it. That's <laughs> I one of am the done I'm for like, the night. <laughs> don't sit down. I don't tell myself, sit down. don't sit down. Don't do it. And And so... I don't, I mean, I know you're more electronic with this and I kind of go back and forth, but I do like a physical to-do list. Mm-hmm. And so when I put things on a to-do list, maybe it's uh, to do one load of laundry or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, clean the bathroom. Um, if it's in your classroom, maybe I want to say, okay, file papers or, you know, get your bulletin board switched over to yeah. something else. When you make that on your to-do list, just make sure at the end of the day, you might have 10 things on that to-do list, right. to-do list but at least, um, give yourself grace, but at least get at least three things. That's what I'm going to do. And if do. you're at school, what I like to do is I 
I do like the paper pencil aspect of a sticky note. Mm-hmm. I have them everywhere because I'll make boxes and then I'll put a couple yes. things on them and then it feels good with my with the way that the clutter works mm-hmm. for me. Like if I write this down, it, I don't feel so overwhelmed and so yes. cluttered in my mind. Yeah, get your mind free. Yeah, and it and it's like, oh, I check that off my. That is something lifting mm-hmm. off of me. So I think that's a really good idea to do at home too. Yeah, for I sure. Think so. And the last one that I had was to create a visible prayer list. Mm-hmm. I have, and what I mean by that is, um, if you have people that you're praying for. Like, I have a family member that I'm praying for, and so I have a picture of of him um, and his son next to my bed, mm-hmm. or you can write their names out, um, you can put sticky notes on a mirror, um, but it just instead of, you know, when you're sitting down to pray and you're just kind of, you know, right. thinking things in your head... Just have something visible. Mm-hmm. So I know either every morning or every night I am I am praying for that person and their need. And you know what? I have actually heard of that before. And then what's great about that is that you have uh, evidence yes. of what God has done. Yes. So when God answer those pra- answers those prayers, it becomes a testimony. So I could say, oh, I prayed that. I'm so thankful God did that. And that's true. But sometimes when you have that evidence, it makes it even yes. more real You're too. like putting that picture in the photo album because yes. it has been taken care of. Yes. Or... And uh, speaking of, I just want to give a little side testimony because I think we can do that. I have to have dental surgery tomorrow, which I'm not looking forward to. I never Especially had my... when you're a host on a podcast. Yes. I never. <laughs> had my wisdom teeth removed so I'm having all four wisdom teeth removed and then um a couple other I've got a very very small mouth believe it or not (laughs) and so there's crowding in my mouth and I have to have some teeth removed anyways I was crying yesterday because the dental bill is overwhelming it Mm -hmm. is overwhelming so I was talking to my husband and he said well check our uh, health savings account we put money in there every month I'm sure there's at least you know, a certain amount Mm -hmm. in there. That'll be at least half. We'll see what happens. So he calls and there is a hundred dollars more than what we need. That is amazing. Isn't that awesome? And I just started crying again (laughs) because I was trying over the phone to the people, to the dental assistants. I was like, I need to have less done because I can't really afford to have all of it done. And they're like, yeah, but you're really costing yourself more. They were kind of putting some pressure on me and that made me more anxious. And so I was just so thankful. Like, I know that it's something that we did monthly, mm-hmm. but it's just one of those things that that's, just yeah. taken care of. It was awesome. That's so awesome. That was, that was a side. I just wanted to give that little <laughs> bit of God cares. <laughs> yes, he does. Even he about knows. your mouth. <laughs> Even about my mouth and my surgery. So, wish me luck on that one. Yes. But, yeah, uh, little things to add in the prayer play, prayer, not player, <laughs> prayer list. I think that's a great idea, and I think I'm going to do that. Yeah. I love that. You could even put it in your Bible. Just yes. slide a little sticky. My sticky note love. Yes, exactly. I should just put sticky notes in my Bible. Yeah. I love them that much. I'm going to do that. Yeah, do that. That's I love a good it. idea. Well, some for me, one of my goals, um, they are mostly for, I guess I've just been thinking a lot about my classroom and my students because I've been really stressed, to be honest, in my class, and I decided I wasn't going to do anything over break. I did grade two papers. (laughs) I told myself I wasn't, but I did grade two papers because, and let me tell you why, I decided to do that because I knew that it would take stress off of me in the Mm -hmm. long run. So I, whatever I can do to take stress off of me, that's what I'm going to do. 
So I decided that I'm going to give silent reading another try. Um, in the mornings, I've been kind of on that Abeka spinning wheel of I only have an hour to cover so much content. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I just have to be okay with not being able to get to all of it. I have to. I know that my students this year, they really, if I'm being honest, they just need grammar and language really mm-hmm. badly. Like that's where they really need me to target for them. So that means that reading is going to have to take a step back a little bit. And that is not okay with me. <laughs> and so I am going to give them the joy of silent reading and reading things that they want. So I think I'm going to challenge um, my parents, the parents mm-hmm. of my students, to send in one brand new book that they love. That's awesome. Like, and I do feel like that's going to help too because it's new, it's shiny, mm-hmm. and they're going to start out their year reading something that they want to read, right. even if it's short. And I'm going to give them five to ten minutes every day to relax and read. I've taken Great a step idea. back from that because I was trying to like push this content and give mm-hmm. them this worksheet, and I'm like, chill out, Samantha. And I, I'm going to adopt <laughs> that for my own personal because I used to read all the time, mm-hmm. and I just feel like every time I think about stopping and reading I'm like oh but I got this and this and this to do well if I just give me 15 minutes yeah 15 minutes and one little cookie yeah yeah exactly you know (laughs) I'm like I've got to get back to the joy of it and I haven't so that's one and it kind of leads into my next one which is giving the parents of my students more grace and I'm not saying that I haven't given them more grace but I think in our society and it's not always wrong but Parents are blamed for their kids' education. Mm-hmm. And back when I was young, I don't know about you, but my parents were never blamed because it was my responsibility. And so I don't want to give parents a bad rap for um, maybe what I feel like their child is lacking in. Right. And instead, I'm going to directly talk to parents um, about if I need help. Mm-hmm. So say Johnny is struggling in... Um, reading, I'm going to ask, I'm going to call them and I'm going to say, Hey, um, Johnny is an excellent student. I love having them in my class. Would you mind helping me with reading? Here's something I would like for them to do. Or so-and-so is, did not turn in their homework. I just want to give them an extension. Can you please help them with this tonight? I put it in their hands and if they Mm -hmm. do it, great. And if they don't, I did my best and I didn't blame them. And you know, sometimes in the back of my mind, I'm looking and I'm thinking, why haven't they helped them? Well, they may not know. Right. They don't right. know. Their kid didn't tell right. them. And you know what? It's not because their kid is being disrespectful or just doesn't care about life. They have a lot on their plate too. They've got a lot yeah. going on. And I just want to uh, just elicit a little bit more grace and then communicate a little bit better. If their kid is struggling and not understanding something, I want to call them and say, hey, I've tried this step and this step. Would you mind speaking to them because you know them best? Right. You are their best friend. Not their best friend in a sense, but you know what I'm saying. You know them. You're their advocate. Yeah, and you know what clicks for Mm -hmm. them. And honestly, I've done that once or twice this past semester, and the kids that I did that with have brought in really good work. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to try that. I think um, as funny and hilarious as many of them are, Sometimes just society um, makes things out to be worse than it is. And right. you know there there are 
reels and TikToks, like yes. slamming negative. parents, yes. negative. Slamming parents. And like, I understand some of them are, are funny, but it gets to the point where it makes it seem like parents are such a burden to teachers and yes. we don't feel that. No, that's not true. That. And their kids aren't a burden. No. And the fact is the TikToks and the reels and things like that, they're saying these parents, they don't care. That's not true. No, I don't. I don't feel like. That's I don't true. feel like that. Maybe in your school it's that mm-hmm. way, but in our school it's certainly not that no. way. I know that these parents mm-hmm. care about their children, and so um, I just want to extend that grace. So, and I love one, one other thing that you said on there was, I loved how you gave that positive before you you asked or, oh, or gave the the issue. Mm-hmm. So you know, Johnny. I love John, having Johnny in class. Um, but we're struggling a little bit in this area. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. not like uh, I'm bombarding or... Right. And I can't say yeah. that I've always been perfect at that. So well, that's something <laughs> I'm going to try to perfect. Because when I'm on task of doing something, I may mm-hmm. just try to list the task when really I have to go in very sweetly and right. make them understand that I love their kids so, <laughs> so much. I'm with them the majority of their day. I love them so much. So um, I'm going to do that. And then one more thing... Um, a simple step, uh, for what I found about giving that grace is, believe it or not, is a teacher on TikTok, TikTok, which is a bond teacher. She gives, she, I'm sorry, it's a dot bond dot teacher. And I don't know if bond is her like last name, but she gives actionable steps on how to communicate with parents. And I'm going to be utilizing her tools for that. She is the one that's like, if you're having, if you have to have a specific phone call, if it's a, it's not necessarily negative, you just need to redirect some Mm -hmm. behavior. Um, She even goes into the parent saying something like, well, I just think it's your classroom. Did you know that this is going on? And she redirects it to, okay, well, thank you for letting me know. I'll, I'll look into that. But if you could help so-and-so, um, just remind them to stay in their seat while I'm teaching. That would be helpful. And she just redirects that. So I'm going like to that. try and write those things down. And before I have a meeting, before I have a phone call, I'm going to make sure that I have those steps written That's down. That's great. Well, we have tried to unpack some actionable steps that yes. you can take for your new mm-hmm. year. And so I hope that that really is going to help you to get a great start yes, this year. I agree. And we hope this episode leaves you feeling rested, energized, and ready for your week. Right. Until our next unpacking.